0: Well, hello there. Welcome to this day's grace. I'm your host Mariah Elise and this is a podcast brought to you by the saints for the saints. Stay tuned for testimonies, faith food, heavenly hugs and spiritual strength. May this be a sacred place for you to experience the love of our Savior, Jesus Christ. You belong to him and you belong here. Happy Tuesday, friends! I am just, oh my gosh, I am over the top excited for our episode today. And it's been, I'm just excited to relax. I just, it's been a wacky day. And for starters, I bit my tongue. And I hope you guys can still understand what I'm saying. (laughs) But it has, it has bothered me so bad that all day I've been craving a like what is it called um it's called a Sunday, um a a, a, um hot fudge Sunday, and i have just been wanting this so bad that i drove to um mcdonald's tonight because it's so much cheaper than dairy queens and i went through the drive-through and they said i'm sorry we are all out of ice cream for the day and i was just i felt like i just got stabbed (laughs) And then I went and I just said, OK, well, then let's have some hot chocolate because it's like 20 degrees outside. And then um, he said, oh, I'm so sorry that machine is broken. <laughs> and I like was about to burst into tears. It, the experience got redeemed, though, because they were able to give us fresh, hot fries. And so I was super grateful for that, but still not great. So anywho, it's just been little things like that today and people with questions, answering hard questions, and just trying to feel the spirit. Um, I have not gotten everything off my to-do list today and I'm just learning to surrender to God, like not being able to accomplish all my goals. And I'm a little bit nervous because tomorrow we have school, we're starting our next semester, And so that'll be a really interesting thing. Um, And so, yeah. But anywho, enough about me in my crazy world. I am so excited because today I get to be with one of my very best friends, Morgan Carter. She's also one she's also my (laughs) ex-roommate we just we just decided that we're like one of those married couples who do better sleeping in different rooms (laughs) and it's been good it's been good but how do you feel about like your first couple
1: nights being in your the bedroom the dorm room all to yourself it's very reminiscent of last year when I had the kind of the same experience, except the person didn't like me, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Um, but, yeah, it feels like last year. Um, that's good and bad, I guess. I don't know, it's been good. I didn't sleep very well last night, because I think I'm just adjusting to being in a new spot again. Mm-hmm. But... Um, my room's kind of cute but it's weird saying my room now not our room
0: I know she still keeps saying our dorm sometimes and it's the cutest thing (laughs) because I love that she includes me even though she doesn't have two anymore
1: um how do you feel about the semester starting tomorrow I'm excited I think it'll be good um I don't I I only have like humanities classes this semester so I'm excited about that
0: did you have a good break Morgan (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I asked her, "What are three things that you did over break?" And she said, "Well, for starters, I got COVID." <laughs> and then the second one, COVID, <laughs> definitely COVID, <laughs> cuz it took like 2 weeks to recover, and then the third one, she did get to take a trip to
1: Utah for a wedding. And how was that? Um It was my first Mormon wedding. It was so boring. <laughs> um, I mean, as my best friend, like, it's cute, but it was so boring. Did you give a speech at her wedding? Well,
0: you see. Because I saw a picture of you on Facebook today, and you were holding a microphone, and I didn't know. Like, she's best friends with this girl who got married, but I didn't know you were going to give a speech.
1: Um, Mariah, neither did I. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> it was like two hours before I was going to come to the like reception area because me and Hannah were going to get ready for the wedding together. And she texted me and she was like, hey, can you give a speech? And I was like, sure. Um, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man. Did it just flow? Or were you like, like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to say. <laughs>
1: well, okay. So Hannah's husband's best friend, he also spoke. Okay. Um, but he had known a month in advance. That's crazy. And so he really, he had it together, like, he knew what he was saying and stuff, and I was talking to him, like, right before we did it, and I was like, Nick, what do I say? And he was like, uh and so he went for I made him go first and then I just started talking I mean I don't really think I did a superb job but that's also I mean I wasn't told in advance that is crazy and I don't think anyone recorded it but so well
0: we got a picture of it (laughs) it really
1: happened now we
0: it's in the books you get to tell your future kids I spoke at a wedding
1: yeah as long as you know there's no audio to the picture so it's fine yeah
0: and it was a cute photo guys like she was rocking it loved the dress The sweater dress, she had Uh, it vibing. She
1: was... I felt really awkward because Hannah's, like, wedding colors were, like, gold and sage green. And so her mom is a really good seamstress, and so she made um, her sister's dress for the wedding, and she made her own dress, and it was, like, this, like, sage green color. And then, like, some of her friends that came, they are wearing sage green. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh was I supposed to do that? Because like I didn't get the memo and for a while I was the only one wearing brown or like any other color that was not green. And so I was feeling really awkward and kind of annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens. That happens. I always wonder,
0: is this going to be one of those weddings that you dress to the T or is it going to be one of those weddings where you have to just wear like church attire? Right? I would love it though at my wedding if we all wore ball gowns
1: you can put um a dress code on your wedding that would be so nice that That
0: would be so nice i don't think a lot of people would come though if that was (laughs) (laughs) but it would be awesome okay well morgan i'm so excited to have you on because so guys morgan's first episode is the very very first this day's grace podcast episode And it was so cute because I was a baby podcast girl and I still am a baby, but a baby that knows how to walk now. (laughs) And I just, I did not do a good job like asking her productive questions. She gave like one word answers and I put music behind the conversation and I think it was hard to hear her voice and stuff. So now I know, (laughs) now I know what not to do. And I'm still learning. Every day I learn something new about technology and this this podcast, how it works. But it's okay. I think the process has been fun. Um, especially since there's no pressure about right now, like, you know, <laughs> like it's just a friend thing. Like nobody else is listening but friends. And so that's a really good thing. Um, and yeah, so we'll see where it goes. But I just hope it encourages you guys. And today, we are talking about creation and artistry stuff. <laughs> All things beauty. Um, and so, I just have to ask you, because I have got to know, what is your favorite thing that God has created that is a non-human?
1: Um, I think, like, soft things.
0: Soft? I was not expecting that. Like a cat? <laughs>
1: I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really like, I mean, like, soft things. um, Colors. And maybe, like, smells.
0: Wow. Smells I are love really that. fun. Especially I after
1: I lost my sense of smell when I had COVID. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. I remember
0: just when I had COVID about a... A year ago or a little over a year ago i just couldn't taste anything for like two weeks i couldn't taste it. so i ate a lot of things that i didn't like because i was just like this is the time to do it <laughs> i think i ate beets, which was really gross Ew. yeah beets really nasty um i think i even tried an olive but i i could just tell i couldn't like didn't like it by the texture and so never again um but yeah god is so cool with his creations um how do you think that we can embrace more of those creations? And like, I don't know. The other day I was driving and I was looking at the sunset and it was like orange and pink. And then there were the mountains in the background. It was so pretty. And I was thinking to myself, wow, God, I'm a fan <laughs> God's everyone fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you did good. Like, if I were an art critic, I'd give this a thumbs up. <laughs> like So, anywho, I just love it. It's so fun. But how do you think we can be, like, more aware and more present, like, of all of the creations of God?
1: Okay, my this is my immediate response. It's going to sound a little long-winded, so you just have to, like, stay with me here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the way we learn things is by failing like it's like scientifically shown like when you do something and then you fail and then you do something right or you know you fail and you fail failing, you do something right, the connections in your brain are stronger than if you do something right the first time no way, so um, and every time you learn something new it there's new brain connections, and so like the connections connect to each other and they're like all these boom 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 like laser crosshair things I love that and so um something I set out to do a while ago is that I wanted I just like I think it was a few years ago and I was like I just want to experience everything the world has to offer and I guess the way that I've been able to do that right now with no money uh, (laughs) Um, Broke girl tip. Yeah. Take note. <laughs> is like to watch as many movies as I can and read as many books and do that kind of thing. Because as we create like memories and we learn things, the connections in our brain grow. So not only is it making you smarter, but you're enjoying yourself. And so I think that that's a way that mm-hmm. like just to, like have open curiosity and try to experience everything that the world has to offer or, you know, experience what you can like, instead of being able to travel somewhere, you may, like you can watch a documentary and cook new foods from that place. and That kind of thing. And so, I think the question was, how can we be more open? Yeah. Yeah, I just think, like, to experience so many things, because then you really have an understanding of why you should be open to wow. those things. And kind of, like, see how God has made everything so perfect to fit together and to just be there and realize that there's no coincidences oh i like that you said that like tying in with that something that i
0: heard recently was that nobody creates anything new that we are inspired by our creator to create things in that because god created us anything that we create He's already created it. Like he already created the matter that it took to get things. He's already created the colors that it took to create something with color. He's already created the textures that we're using. And so it's kind of a cool concept that we are using his creations to continue to create. And I just, I'm just so curious. Like, do you have a creative process when you do artwork?
1: Well, yes and no. They say that all great art is stolen art. And so, I guess... Well, okay, so when I'm creating something for myself versus for school, I have two different ways to go about it. But when I'm creating something for myself, um, I try to do as little planning as possible and just let myself go. My favorite way to do that by myself is to collage but do it on like the computer through photoshop because you just have a lot more ability to like use whatever pictures you want sure and so i like to just kind of let myself go there's this um there's a website called unsplash it just has like pictures you can use royalty free but it's not like those cheesy stock images it's like anyone can submit pictures oh I love that! and then people can get paid for it and so like they're like genuine pictures not like stupid you know um and they have just amazing photography and so I kind of just like start with a few pictures I like that I had put in my favorites mm-hmm. and kind of start like fleshing something out and just kind of feeling it out like if I like this I like this and then I kind of start to like get a vibe for it Sure. And then kind of search images in that way and place them. And it's kind of like it it never starts as like, here's what I'm going through in my life and this is what I'm feeling. But it always ends that way.
0: Oh, I like that. I like that. So you're like taking pieces from a lot of things. You're first just like being naturally inspired by the things around you or what you're feeling. But then you're grabbing things to be inspired. And I love that. Tell... Tell the listeners uh, what your major is and how it has um, been to study.
1: Okay, so I am studying graphic design. Um, it's an amazing major. Um, it's I really love it because it's taking the concept of art and the ability to design and be creative, but also there's a very human element and I mean there's human in anything but by what I mean is that in like a professional sense the reason it's used is for communication and to make things clear and that human element to be able to help people in that like seemingly useless way is so fun and it's like helping people in the way that my brain makes sense of things which is like creatively and visually it's so much fun like I said like my assignments every the beginning of every project we're assigned to make a Pinterest board oh, you know I love that. it's like really cool experiences like that
0: that is incredible I just I love that you have a hands-on major I think that that would have been really good for me <laughs> you know okay I'm a family and human development major and so if they wanted to make that a little bit more hands-on with bringing like a live baby for me to take care of, (laughs) like I would totally be down for that. Like that would be awesome. Sometimes I feel in all seriousness, sometimes I really feel left out that I'm not a design major because I just find that the coolest people that I connect with are art and design majors. And then When they get together, they're talking about art and they're like, oh, it's an artist thing. And and I'm like, what does that even mean? And so what would you define as an artist?
1: Well, I really, I hate that I don't remember who this person's name was, but she was very famous and she's an artist and she had, I think she had bipolar disorder. And so... At the end of her life, she had a caretaker. Now, she wasn't old, per se, but she, you know, ended her own life. Um, Mm -hmm. But she had this caretaker when she was kind of coming to the end of her life. And um, he spoke about her after her death. And they asked him, you know, what was she like just living with her? How did she act? And he said that she was constantly creating even though she kind of like had very little sanity left it was evident that she created because she had to yeah not because she wanted to and that's how i would describe an artist you kind of you have it in you yeah and i i think that even if i like i would classify myself as a visual artist but i i don't think that that makes me limited i sometimes i i go with spurts without really doing anything with my hands creatively but you know how I would write or I would do something else but there's like that innate necessity to do something like that to create that's awesome
0: and I think that so often I think I limit I limit myself when I think of the word art like I limit myself to paintbrushes and I think about like um people who can create websites and do fancy things like that. But I bake cookies and design cookies <laughs> and I like to write and I like to, um, I am a certified interior decorator. So I'm I'm capable of things like that. I think that I'm like a baby artist. So I, I just don't think I'll ever get paid for it, but it's still fun. It's okay. I love that. And so, just who would be your favorite
1: artist and why? Like, just talk about that person. Wow. That's a really hard question. Um, my go-to always is Frida Kahlo. Um, she was a Mexican American artist, um, born during the communist era and she, it's speculated she considered herself a communist. Not that that matters at all, but it is an interesting piece of history because it's debated. Mm -hmm. Um, she was a self-portrait artist um she experienced a lot of like medical problems I guess I would say Wow. um we, young in her life and so she was bedridden for most of her life and her father was an artist so he like created this like easel for her and when she was like laying down just like attached to the ceiling um because she had like a full body cast for a long time and so it like worked with the full body cast like where she had to like lay and so she could paint and that's kind of how she started because she started painting herself like because she couldn't see anything else and her dad had set up this mirror too so he could see herself she is just fantastic and Mm -hmm. her art is i think on one level it's pretty and cute but on another level once you understand what she was going through it's like Whoa! <laughs>
0: I love that. Yeah. Oh man. You know, I think I would say I don't really know a ton of artists by names. I really enjoy Monet. Monet. Okay. Um. I enjoy that style. I think it's kind of. I I kind of think it's like whimsical or just there's room for the imagination to interpret what mm-hmm. he does, yeah. which I enjoy. But um, if I were to say something non-traditional. Um, I really like the artists that design the Hallmark cards. Like if you go, <laughs> y'all, if you go into a Hallmark card shop and gift shop, it is like one of the most fun experiences to read the cute little sayings. Like they know how to tug at your heart in like six words and their <laughs> their little designs on the cards and the little embellishments. Um, I am inspired by that, and I would love it if I owned um a little bakery someday that had cute cards and just all my favorite things in it. I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Okay, so over break, I was applying to internships, graphic design internships for the summer anywhere in the United States, and a Hallmark Artist was one of them. That's incredible. Although I didn't apply to it because you needed a LinkedIn account. And I was like, I'm not going to that Come extent. On, please,
0: please, 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 please. <laughs> I would be like in heaven.
1: I think it's in, in Wisconsin heaven. if I remember That's correctly.
0: That's perfect. <laughs> Sounds so dreamy and romantic. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. Well, if you could think off the top of your head, um, do you have a favorite color combination?
1: Oh. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, pastel almost not pastel like, very light purple and blues. If you've seen the Pantone color of the year, I don't know if you have, but it's, you should give it one, it's really pretty. Okay. But it's, like, a periwinkle, but almost darker and more intense, and I think that would just be beautiful. Pair with awesome. any other blue um that's my favorite right now but I also have a tendency to just whenever I'm making art by myself or for myself and I can pick any colors I tend to go towards reds and oranges and combine mm. those colors I like how I I like having intense colors together because so often like when you're learning in like elementary school you're taught to do um complementary colors where they work together and they're not like clashing so I think it's really fun to play with, like, two intense colors, but to, like, manipulate it somehow where it looks really nice together and it doesn't look like they're arguing. Oh, I like that. That's cool. Like, they're couple colors.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have heard a little bit about graphic design um, and that being a piece of art or an arting, a artist process that you enjoy. But what are other... um
1: kinds of arts that you enjoy to do um well visually I love photography um but as far as like other art forms go um hmm. I love my paint by number although that is still visual um I I enjoy writing I not in the same way as you do Mariah not I I just enjoy it in like a scholastic setting yeah. where I know how to do the formula for essays and silly stuff like that, but it is fun. Um but I I do think I That's my favorite awesome. is visual. Yeah. That is so cool. What is your least
0: favorite form of art? Ooh. Um
1: that's such a hard question you know what no I know what it is <laughs> it's um zentangles I don't even know what that is okay so it's a therapy thing um last year I was in an art therapy group and I love that group but we did a lot of zentangles and I just think they're dumb like I totally recognize that they're helpful and honestly I did them during the group because what other choice do I have but I just think they're a little dumb that's quite all right (laughs) that is quite all right
0: um I always thought working with oil pastels was kind of weird oh I don't really like those I just don't like how it kind of smears if I like I have to be so careful
1: and I just I don't know like well Mariah I mean that's in the most respectful way that's the point
0: yeah it is (laughs) and I'm such a clean person and organized person that I think that things like that give me it just makes my anxiety flutter a little
1: bit Hannah, so when hannah was taking an art class in high school um she has a really big problem with textures mm-hmm. and she didn't like the oil pastel or chalk pastel she had to wear gloves oh
0: that's worse
1: she had to wear chalk gloves. pastel
0: is thousands times worse y'all oil pastel at least feels like a crayon that um I, yeah, has been, been slightly melted yeah <laughs> or i agree i i
1: I would prefer oil pastel any day of acrylic. Yeah, chalk.
0: that is terrible. Oh man, but people do beautiful things with it. And so, what are some of the biggest dreams you have for your art? And looking in the future and thinking like, wow, I just have two years to just relish in this season of being a student of art. What do you want to be after that, or what
1: are some dreams you have? Well um i my big dream right now is to become a publication artist that is um that's like a magazine designer um I love magazines and I love books and I've always loved those kinds of things and when I was in high school and I did yearbook and I was the layout designer and the artist and the editor, and it kind of all those like loves kind of came together. And that's kind of still where my heart is in magazine design. So that that's, I think that's always going to be my big thing. Um, But I also would really love to kind of do community arts, which is when you kind of bring the community together and use art as a medium of communication and almost therapy to kind of just relieve some tension and i mean you're not going to solve world hunger but it is possible that you're going to be able to get some at-risk youth for homelessness or for hunger to come to a central place to create art and get fed i love that it is so true i mean art sparks
0: joy in lots and lots of people and they even use it like at um hospitals they have like an art therapist and she comes around and gives you just random things to work with. And I think that that is really, really fun. Well, to the listener who is an aspiring artist um, and maybe kind of like you four or five years
1: ago, what advice would you give to them? okay I'm gonna speak to them as if they were my younger self because I needed to Mm -hmm. hear this so bad okay so I'm 20 years old so I would have been 15 okay so I would have been a I think freshman in high school or a sophomore yeah yeah I would have been a sophomore in high school oh my gosh I would love to talk to her but like you have it in you you really do anything you want, you have it in you. I think that especially in terms of art, we are really, really hard on ourselves. We begin our lives or in the beginning of our lives as like toddlers. We love to draw and color and everything. And then by the time we get to about second grade, it's gone because we've learned how to judge ourselves on if it's good or not. And so we either lose interest completely or we flourish depending on if we decide that we're good or not and that tends to follow people for the rest of their lives Mm -hmm. but you have it in you you just decided really young that you didn't Uh, and I would love to have told myself that and that I would love to like tell myself that i'm actually here i'm actually studying art something i never thought i could ever do but i really wanted to and it's only because i made it happen and that i i I had it in me i just had to work really really hard at it because i've I've never been like naturally talented in art i just worked really really hard you love it it's a passion and when you follow
0: that passion i think that it just it brings joy like you see someone experiencing what they love and doing what they love they just tend to be happier people and so that is awesome that if you guys heard that what we want to reiterate that you should just keep moving forward because if you have the passion then you have it in you and you'll be able to make it work and so that is so awesome but then on the flip side there are lots and lots of people listening who don't consider themselves an artist um, what would you say to them to kind of like how can someone who doesn't consider themselves an artist honor someone's art even if they don't understand it?
1: Oh, I love that question because I think this is feels like it's so off topic, but in looking for like someone to date, I think that's one of my biggest things. okay okay Um, elaborate on that (laughs) I it's essential to find someone that appreciates art to me of course but um I think just like acknowledging it like wow I really love your piece or you know asking them like what was going through your mind when you're creating this is it was it a self-expression or wasn't it because I think a lot of times sometimes people want to assign a meeting to Mm -hmm. piece of work when You know, it could be just pure enjoyment. Um, And I just love people who just want to, like, sit next to me while I work or... Oh, I love that. (laughs) Oh, that's so
0: precious. Well, that is so good. I love the advice to just ask what inspired it or, like, what went through your mind while you were doing that. Because I think that that is a really powerful question. Now, in relation to that question, what advice would you give to everyone who is a disciple of Jesus Christ to honor the creations, including each other, um, that God has created?
1: I think... I mean, that's a really, really big thing and that's something, like, we're striving for every day. I think we have to put ourselves in God's shoes every single day. And that's so hard because it's like, we're just trying, we're just out here trying to live and now we have to put ourselves in God's shoes. And he's like, totally got it better than me. But Mm -hmm. especially when we come into conflict with not being able to really love God's creation, I like having to step back and like, okay, Jesus finds this person really, really valuable. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't need to find him them as valuable as God does, but I just need to, mm-hmm. I need a little glimmer of it right now so I can continue to treat this person with respect and like, yes, they truly are a child of God.
0: Yeah. Wow. That is a hard um, thing to think about is just that we're a part of like, we fit in the equation of his creation. Like, it is not the mountains and um, the clouds and the colors in the sky and the birds and the animals that were the best creation, even though we find joy in them. But He took the most joy in the creation of us. And I think that that is something that is very hard to strive for. But we must, as children of God, learn to value the art that He has made. And that we're his masterpiece. Um, I guess it would probably start with us, don't you think? Yeah. The way that we view ourselves. Um, once we see ourselves more as um whole and complete and a masterpiece, like if we are judging ourselves, it's like someone judging you for your art. Like, how annoyed would that make you <laughs> feel? <laughs> Oh man, it's like I worked so hard on this, and like I, I, I had intent behind this. I had thought behind this, and so um, I don't know. I, I think that that's something that I want to ponder a little bit more on. But I just, I just love everything you said today. That's been so good. Do you have any final thoughts on art or creation?
1: Um, I think the only thing I would say is that for me art is a medium to feel and I think that God delights in that I think Mm -hmm. God wants us to understand everything about the human experience because we are here to learn and to grow and because art is my medium to feel and to learn and to understand that makes it exceptional and Mm, that's good it if you're not an artist or that's not your thing you just You know, find something that allows you to feel and to come closer to what you are feeling and the overall human experience, because that's, I guess that's really what it's all about. We're only human for so long. Wow. That is so
0: good that art is a part of the human experience. Well, thank you so much for joining us and tell, (laughs) she's so cute. She makes faces and stuff. It's just adorable. (laughs) <laughs> but she is awesome and i i love your creations um and so thanks for making me smile and joining and um thank you all for listening today about this episode on creation please join us next week for testimony tuesday and you should follow us on instagram at this days grace because there's lots of updates on that and if you have any prayer request or a testimony that you'd like to share, you can at message us at This Day's Grace on Instagram. Thanks so much. Bye.